We're Tim and Susan, and we love the Word, and we love living real. So we invite you to join us as we look at the Word this week and life this week. Hey, Tim. Hi, Susan. What's the matter? Well, you said that I couldn't start. No, because I always say, hi, Tim. And then I say, hi, Susan. Oh, yeah, exactly. But I wanted to mix it up. This time you were like, hi, Susan. Probably, I think that we forgot how to make this happen because it's been several weeks since we've done a podcast. But so, here we are. Super mix up. Yeah. Uh, we are sitting in different seats. I know. I think, again, we forgot how to make a podcast because even though our listeners at home can't see what's happening, they just have to know that we're completely configured in a different way, even though we're still sitting at the kitchen bar. But this is not my usual seat. All right, this is the Vacation 2020 Special Edition. It is. And so I thought Which I would just... Which is also why we didn't do a podcast last week, because we were on vacation. vacation. Yeah. yeah. So quick question just to start out with. I'm ready. What is the best vacation we've ever Ooh. taken together, and what is the worst vacation we've ever taken oh, together? the worst vacation? I already know what it is. Oh, wow. The worst vacation was when we went for our wedding anniversary vacation <laughs> to the coast of Mississippi, and I know a lot of people go to the coast of Mississippi, and that's fine, but we went and we stayed at a hotel that was not on the coast, but it was cheap, and so that's why we stayed there. And I just thought we were going to have this, like, anniversary vacation and be on the beach, and it's going to be wonderful. We ended up, like, right off the interstate for two nights, and the, we dropped the kids off with my parents to keep... And I got home, and remember, I sat in the driveway. We sat in the driveway, <laughs> and you cried. I cried. I was like, we just spent money and time for a really bad vacation. It was actually an anniversary trip, but either way. I mean, I yeah. don't think we fought or anything. It wasn't like no, that. No. It was just... I didn't know we'd had a bad trip till yeah, we got home and you started like, crying. It was like, this is not at all what I had pictured, staying next to the rest stop at the <laughs> Well, the and having both of us having grown up big parts of our life in the state of Florida, yeah. we had a little bit of a different expectation about going to the beach. Yeah, we were like, we'll be on the coast. Well, they say that there's a beach in Mississippi, so let's go close to over there. And then we were like, this is not... Panama yeah. City or All Destin right. or Fort Lauderdale. I now, know that was the worst. I was thinking that one time we went to go see your sister in Michigan and yeah. every single member of the family oh, was sick. Yes. We flew up there for that trip. We did. I and think I remember you actually getting, threw up on the plane yeah, on the way up there. <laughs> I did. It was not a good situation. I think that's the only time I've been in a plane. Maybe three times. And we fly a lot. And like oh. I think maybe three times in my whole life somebody's actually thrown up and one of those times was you on that yeah. trip. So if you ever oh. wonder like why do they have those air sickness <laughs> bags? Well, <laughs> I'm glad they I did. Was, I was like, I felt so bad for you, but also I was really mortified and embarrassed. I was like, I'm sorry I'm with the guy that's throwing up. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's not true. nearly as funny in it's Corona's true. times either. Uh, no. But I think we everybody was sick on that trip. Yeah, I remember sitting in that whole we hotel. We went to a hotel to, like, separate. We were and, all, like, running 102-degree yeah. fevers. It was not good. And it was winter. I remember what, what we did is we ran fevers and we watched the Weather Channel, and it was like, oh! <gasps> It just got down to nine degrees. It just got down to six degrees. It just got down to zero degrees. It's now negative two. And we were so sick that we were like, this was entertainment for the, the us. The gap between our temperatures and yeah. the outside temperature was widening <laughs> was by the hour. Trip. That was a pretty bad trip. Yeah. All right. yeah. Do we have any good mm-hmm. trips that we've ever enjoyed? I mean, I think most of our trips to Disney have been really good. I feel so fortunate that we just went to Disney World in January, which was actually supposed to be a Disneyland trip to California because we've never done that. 
But at the last moment, we just decided, you know what? We need something more familiar, something comfortable. And we just know Disney World. And so it was really comfortable. And I'm glad we went because yeah. now they're like closed. <laughs> you know, I feel like we made one of the last normal trips, you know. Right. Um, that was good. And then, of course, I mean, always going to North Carolina is good. Yeah, we go up to Ridgecrest Conference yeah. Center up in North Carolina. Yeah. So those have been some great vacations that Very we've had. We, we've done a lot of Disney. Yeah. Folks that know us kind of think of us as as Disney people. Yeah. You happen to be wearing a Disney shirt. I am. Right now. Yeah. Um, happen to have bought it on that January trip, actually. Yep. So lots of good things, but that is not what we did on this trip. That is not. Now we had planned on doing what on this trip? We'd had it on our calendar for a little while. Oh yeah, I think like what six weeks ago or something. You were like, I really want to go to Ridgecrest. I really want to go to North Carolina. I want to sit there on the rocking chairs. I want to sit in the lodge and I want to go on a hike and I want to be in the mountains and be on the Blue Ridge Parkway and see the beauty of the land. And we were like, and this All is right. a place we've been to four or five times yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, over and, the years. And let me be honest, they give a really good minister's discount. So pastors and staff members and ministers can go really cheap to a place and stay in North Yeah, it's Carolina. not free, but it's, no, no, no. it's, it's half really the price you're going to pay any place yes, house yes, for yes, a hotel yes. room yeah. at so a beautiful location. Yeah, so sometimes I mean, we often choose where we go based on the price, which is less, you know. So, I mean, that all of that figured into it. But then... This is where you have like, but then, dot, dot, dot. Well, we had been Why did we not go there? We had been checking the weather almost every day because it's like, if we're going to be outside and we're going to do uh, outside activities, then we need to know what the weather is exactly. going to be like, particularly in this year because all of your backup plans for bad weather are off the table. You can't go see a movie. You, you can't... Um, like we could go bowling. We could go out to eat. We could go to some shops in Asheville. We could yeah, go wander walk around, around downtown. You know, yeah, none of those things were going to happen. So I'm not one to panic over bad weather because the weather right. changes. The forecast changes all the time. Except this case, it didn't mm -hmm, change. Mm -hmm. It kept saying 80%, 80%, 80%. 90%, 80%, 90%. So we're supposed yeah. to leave Sunday after church. Right. Tuesday prior, yeah, you call me and basically say, I'm working on some stuff. Yeah, because I think that I had looked and I was like, we cannot go somewhere where we need to just sit inside our room. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention, but what we've been doing since the middle of March is sitting inside your four walls <laughs> and saying, there's a lot of places we can't go and do. And so it was like, okay, we got to rethink this. We have to rethink this. I also, I also did want to go someplace that was way less populated. I think that North Carolina, we were hearing a lot of people go to North Carolina. And then North Carolina was having pretty big outbreaks at the time as well. They were kind of hitting some of their peaks and stuff. Like they were having their numbers go up two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Churches are still closed. You know, things were happening there that I thought, wait. There would just be a lot. there. We could be stuck there. And I just wanted some space. Some safety and not rain. So we <laughs> so, said, let's wipe the slate yeah, clean. Totally. We're not going to the beach. Nope. No. Too crowded. Everybody's going to the beach. So we're not going to the beach. More nope. people are going to the beach right now than have ever <laughs> yeah, gone to the beach yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. So we're not going to the beach nope. and we're not going to the mountains. Right. So, so I said, let's plan and go someplace where nobody else is. Really, right. that's what it was. It was really like, hey, let's go where no one else is and where there's big open space, which led us to... Well, the first thing we tried to work out was... I don't remember. Mount Rushmore. Oh, we did. We looked for like a day, for like one day, one 24-hour period. It was really like trying to wrap around, how do we get to Mount Rushmore? Could In we seven even... days and back. 
Yeah. Like, where would we have to go? How would we stop? You know, I've always wanted to go to Mount Rushmore. And so I was like, is that even possible? But then the more we looked at it, it was like, all we would be doing is driving. Yeah, to it was see 40, one monument. It was 45 hours of driving time, not stops or anything right. like that. Round trip, right. 45 hours. And we realized a work week. That one would probably be better to like fly to Minneapolis and rent a car and go over. But the whole point is, the cost of the tickets, the renting the car, and being with all the people. Didn't really want to do that. So we ended with, I think I asked the kids, hey, where are the numbers of um, COVID really low? Let's go there. And I think Adam came up with whatever state. I said, how's Nebraska? And he was like, well, Nebraska's pretty good. And I was like, hmm, all right. And I think from there, we started planning. All right. And we ended up, (laughs) our vacation was to Nebraska. We're going to take a short break, and we will tell you why and how we ended up. We ended up going from new, um, not new, um, from North Carolina to Nebraska, how we ended up doing that. All right, let's take a break. We will be right back. So we end up going to Nebraska, among other places. Yeah. The summary of our trip is that we drove 2,761 miles. That's true. We visited 10 states. Yep. Five state capitals. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that many. I don't know. Yeah. Bunch of state capitals. Um, And a lot of people, when we told them we were going to take this kind of trip, Mm -hmm. what was their response? Oh, like an eye roll of like, oh, that's too much time in the car. Yeah, <laughs> like I would just be like, why? Why would you go there? Why, wait, what? Why are you go? Why I mean, would you go to like, Nebraska? We're going to Kansas. No offense to all we're of going our to Nebraska Oklahoma. listeners. We're going to like, why? Well, I mean, partly we went to Nebraska because we've never been there. And you know how you fill out on Facebook how they have those questions where you're like, um, it's a quiz or like put an X by every single state that you've ever visited? Well, guess what? I get to go put an extra st- <laughs> X on the, all those quizzes and things that they ask, you know? And I, we just didn't want to drive through and be like, oh, we cut the corner. Like we wanted to legitimately be able to say like, right. we have now been to that state. Right. So, yeah. So we went, let's see if we can name the states. We All went right. Louisiana. Yep. Texas. New Mexico. Oh, that's right. We did. New Mexico, Oklahoma. Colorado. Kansas. Nebraska. Arkansas. Missouri. Mississippi. Back to Louisiana. That's 10? I don't know. I wasn't keeping count. Maybe we didn't really go to 10. We've been telling people. Were you we went holding to 10. your fingers up when we listed that? No, I was. Why just... weren't you? No, he was. But y'all, he was holding his fingers up. It's just that he kept doing the same three them. fingers. <laughs> you kept saying like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna assume it was know. ten. It feels like it was ten. I, I think counted you wrote ten. Ten. Okay, let's start over. We're gonna count on our fingers this time. Louisiana, Texas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Colorado, Colorado, Kansas, uh huh, Nebraska, yep, Missouri. Arkansas, Arkansas, Mississippi. Mississippi. That is 10. Okay, we actually had to use our fingers for that. Okay, but yeah, okay. several of you had already just taken our word for it. I think it you were and like fast on. forward 30 seconds, like fast forward 30 seconds. <laughs> so we went to those places. How did we determine that that was going to be our route? Well, we just, we really like going to the highest points. We really found out that we like going to the highest points only when we found ourselves at a highest point at some point in the last North Carolina trip. We like lists. 
We we've been like, looking for something that we... You like lists. Mm. Uh, well, okay. I kind of like lists because I like the checking off. Yes. If you are an Enneagram 1, you are with me. You like to check off. It's not that you like the list so much as much as you like to Once check. Once the list exists. And you like to know, <laughs> I've completed this whole list. So... I think you love baseball. So we thought, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could go to every baseball stadium and see yes. like a game at every baseball yes. stadium or even just visit every baseball stadium. But y'all, there are too many and we're actually not, we, we just don't have enough money to do all those travels. So we're like, yeah, that's never going to happen. I don't know. We've done some other lists, but why did we end up, we never said let's visit highest points. We just ended up at well, one. We were, we went, we ended up in North Carolina okay, and ended up at the highest point in North Carolina. Yeah. Like, cool. And they're like, well, I wonder where the other highest points yeah. are. I wonder where the Louisiana highest point is. Yeah. And then we think like, well, we made a trip to Florida and we were like, wait, Florida's pretty flat. Where's, where's the Florida's highest point there? Highest so we've point. done, we've done Louisiana. We've done... I am not counting on my fingers for this either, so you're just going to have to... <laughs> now, this list I've worked on. We've done North Carolina, Florida, Louisiana, Alabama, and South Carolina. Five. Okay. And so we... Yeah, so I was like, wait, well, where are some highest points that we could go to? And we also wanted to make it to Nebraska. So I think I just went around the loop and like, okay, I Googled where the highest point was, and I could make a loop out of that. So we ended up going to... Oklahoma's highest point, Kansas's highest point, and um, Arkansas. Arkansas's highest point on this trip. So we added three more. So now we've been to eight. Okay. Any regrets about making that the center point of our trip? No. No regrets. Because it gave us a focal point where we could wander and do a lot of other things, but it gave us a point of direction of the purpose of why we're driving this way. The the whole thing is that, well, first of all, the, the different high points were, were kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, and there was a variety to the high points. Yeah, there was. There, there were three yeah. different Very high Very different. Points. Yep, yep. The first one was Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma was an eight-mile hike from where you parked. 8.6, baby. Don't yeah. cut me off that so, six. So, I mean, that's, that's round trip. It was hard, yeah. Um, and it wasn't we, hard. It was just hot and long. Yeah. And snakes. I was afraid of the snakes. So, we hike to a plateau, climb yeah. up the plateau, yeah, up the walk rocks. a mile on top of the plateau. On the mesa, yeah. On the, on the mesa and then back down. So that was yeah. that was strenuous. Yeah. Uh, it was long. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was beautiful. It was. Yeah, it was. Um, Kansas, how long did it take us oh, from the time goodness. we were in our car to the high point of Kansas? <laughs> we parked next to the high point in Kansas because you just drove up to it. And there were so many flies and they weren't like normal flies they were like those little gnat flies and i could hardly even take a picture and it was like don't like you're just blowing out your nose the whole time because you don't want them sucking up your like going up your nose and i was just like open the car just make sure the car is so it is possible we spent three minutes or less at the high point of kansas listen you gotta get it because you have to check off the list but I'm never going back there. Never, ever. And then Arkansas was a couple days later. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas was, first of all, it was wooded. The others mm-hmm. were, one was the, the Mesa. Yeah. One was just the open plains. Open plain, yep. And then Arkansas is... is um, it was more like a North Carolina hike yeah. would have been, you know. But it was pretty short. You drive up to... Um, <laughs> A, a lodge, lodge, a hotel, yeah, yeah, the lodge. and then we hiked for thirty minutes. Max. I think it was a two mile, about almost two mile round trip yeah. loop, a two mile loop, yeah. or whatever. It wasn't hard though, and, and was... that's only because we took the long way back. Yeah, we could have gone. We in were like, we already broke a sweat for this. We are going to make it worth our while. So like, three different terrains, three different things. Yeah. one was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. One was like 
three minutes and we're out. Uh, and one in the middle. So that, yeah. that was kind of fun. Uh, but the other benefit of going to the high points, well, yeah. first of all, they were all free. Yeah. Uh, yep. It was cheap as all get and out. And we never passed anyone else at Kansas or Arkansas. We never passed another soul. And in Oklahoma, we passed very few people on that. Yeah, we, we were out hike. there for three and a half yeah. hours and saw 10 people. Right, right. Um, Across the span of four miles, you know. Yeah. So, um, so they're free. We didn't see. Uh, people Mm-mm. but probably the best part of the whole thing is that i get to check it off the list <laughs> but because these high points are so high okay not true <laughs> any of that but they're all in fairly isolated locations yeah so when we plan the trip you know we've got all of these miles and i told susan i said well i want to drive as few of them as possible on the interstate and she said well you're in luck because none of them are near the interstate <laughs> no. that was so the opposite of the worst vacation that we've ever had where we parked next to the interstate <laughs> and stayed there for three days and didn't go anywhere yeah so <laughs> the worst traffic we had on the entire trip 2,761 miles. Yes. The worst traffic the entire trip was the first 40 miles. From Hammond to Denham. To, to After Baton Denham, Rouge. it was fine. Yeah. After Denham, Baton Rouge was fine because it was a Sunday afternoon. It was from Hammond to Denham Springs. We spent the terrible. first night north of Dallas. And then after that, we were on state roads. Yeah. Uh, the first place we stopped there in New Mexico. Yeah. Was it New Mexico or North? Yeah. It was Texas and then New Mexico. Yeah, but just the first time we got out and it was all oh, these yeah. plains yeah. and the mesas and the plateaus. Yeah. It was just wow. If you haven't been out there, it's worth a drive. I mean, some of it's like people say it's really boring. And honestly, there is part of it that's boring. But it depends on your company. And, I mean, I liked the company that I was with. And we just <laughs> had a fun time doing it. We, it was an adventure. It wasn't like, I have to drive across this. I think if you had to do it on a regular basis, it would get pretty old in some of those places. And but. I've tried to explain it to some people. If you were driving the same amount of distance on the interstate, oh. I think it would be a completely different experience. It would have been an unhappy but trip. But there were, there were hours where we hardly saw anybody. And so oh, if you yeah. saw something you wanted to take a picture of, you just stop. Yep. On the side of the road, many and, times. And just stop and, yeah. and stretch your legs and, and say, this is what we want to do. Push or... the cows off the road. Did that at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there was like cows and we were like, we cannot go. We have to get the cows off the road. So I mean, we didn't get, I didn't get out and push the cows. Let me explain. I did not get out and push the cows. But you know, you just edge your car forward and they knew, oh, I got to get out of the road. And so there was just so much time that we just spent in these little towns and we would read about the towns as we were coming up to them. Um, and it was just absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. um, that we would do it. I had thought that if, and I had said this to Tim earlier before we started the podcast, that I wanted to be sure and say, if you are our age or younger, but particularly... So in your 30s. If you're in your 30s. Remember that time on the episode <laughs> that I dated myself by 10 years? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gave myself 10 years older. But if you are our age or younger, but really like younger, and you want to have a list and you want to have a purpose for taking some really different adventures, I'm going to say, you know what? Put the highest points of states on your list of things that you'd like to do. I understand that we are never going to get to all of them. We're never going to get to 50 of them. We're just not because there's we're not going to them. Alaska. Yeah, there's a we're, couple of them you have to register for a lottery. Yeah, they only let people. Yeah. I mean, those are like real mountains. Exactly. There's one up in like New Jersey or New Hampshire or something. One oh, that's yeah, freezing yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's Mount like Washington, this, New it's Hampshire. It's crazy. Like we're never going to get up there because we're just not. But you know what? We're already at eight and we've only been doing this for like literally a year. 
We started last summer and we've done eight. Now we still have, and so start with the states that are close to you. Start with the ones that are around. We, we still have Mississippi to go. That's yeah. not that far. We have, um, did we do Georgia? No, Georgia's on the list. Mississippi and Georgia and Texas. We want to do Texas as now, well. Texas is a challenge. It's going to be a challenge because it's like a nine mile hike in the Guadalupe Mountains. But my aunt said that she had done it a couple of years ago. And I feel like, okay, if she is a little bit older, you know, 20 years older than us can handle that. Then we can do it, but we got to do it earlier than later. I and don't want to wait 20 years. And to we do watched it. some YouTube videos of people yeah. doing it. There's lots of YouTube videos yes. on those high points. You'd yeah. be surprised. Yeah. Um, and you look at the people, they're not like hikers, no. like super fit, but I, I don't think you. I always look and think, could I take that lady if I was on there and the bear <laughs> came? Could I take, like, could I outrun her? But like the Texas <laughs> one, you're not going to do by accident. You, you no, got a plan, it's a to, plan. to go do it. Yeah. Um, you might want to walk a mile or two before you do it. I mean, just be. Like, you know, walk a couple of miles every week before you go do it. Give yourself six weeks to just practice a little bit. So we're bit. gonna keep doing it. They yeah. get a little the tricky thing is we don't really wanna do the same drive that we just did. We wanna no. do new drives. So right. somehow we want to hop over the yeah. twenty seven hundred miles that we've just done. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's that's good. Now along the way we passed some quirky stuff. That's part of what you don't see on the, the yeah, interstate, but it's on true. the side roads. I know. Speaking of side roads, we when we left the high point in Oklahoma, the map on the phone and the printed directions that you gave said take a right in this place. And I it said, did. Okay. Are you sure about this? Because this looks like the backside of somebody's ranch. And I said, yes, this is what it said. And so it says, take this road for 30 miles. Well, this road is a dirt road. Yeah. And I mean, this is like the a place, one lane, like, like a one lane dirt road. Three in the different times of, on yeah. that section, the cows were in the road. Yeah, yeah. So it says, take this 30 miles and then take a left. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to get through this 30 miles and we'll take the left. We take the left and it's another dirt road. Yeah. And so then it says, take this road for like 15 miles. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it says, take a right on State Highway 6. I'm like, all right, State Highway 6, we're going to get on some blacktop. It's been fun. It's gonna... State Highway 6 is also a dirt road. I've never yeah. been on a trip that it said, take the dirt road to the dirt road and then take a left on the dirt road. That's right. That sounds like my grandpa's directions. You know what I mean? Like, take the dirt road down to the tree and then take a left for a little while. And then t when you see that cart, take a right, you know. But We came very close to driving 100 miles on dirt roads yeah. at different points in the trip. Which we've <clears> already <throat> had two cracks in our windshield before this trip. And I was like, is this... Is this windshield going to make it for our trip? Like, should we get it changed before we go? And then we we're like, wait, no, we should not get this fixed. And I'm really glad we didn't because I didn't care if it got cracked or more rocks on it. So we quirky places that we saw on the trip. Quirky places. We saw the dinosaur land, dinosaur world. In New Mexico. Yeah, in New Mexico, y'all. It was in Clayton, New Mexico, and they had three, four big statues of dinosaurs. I can't even say life-size. I can't even say... I don't know what they were. They were bigger than me, but they were smaller than an actual brontosaurus. Because someplace <laughs> around Clayton, New Mexico, they say that they are the best oh, the dinosaurs footprints. Yeah. Dinosaur footprints and tracks. fossil stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went there. We had that. That was literally right across the street from our hotel. I could see it out the window. Uh, we went to the town Marysville, Kansas. If you saw like some of my Facebook pictures, if anybody saw those, where all the squirrels they are home of the black squirrels, like or say that they and they have a parade of black squirrels. But we didn't know what that meant until like, we got to town. Why would you town. go and see the parade of black yeah. squirrels? Like they have them all on leashes and they all like walk through town parading their black squirrels? I don't get this. 
But it was just all the statues through the whole town. That was very quirky. But I liked it. They were all decorated just, different things. They all had masks on. Like, not all of them. But most of them had masks on. For but my favorite thing about Marysville was it was the first station yeah. in the westbound Pony Express. And That's so there it. was a Pony Express museum. There was a Pony Express statue. Not open. And not open. Yeah. And little coronavirus. We kept driving on that road, and it was the Pony Express route. Yes. So every town that we passed through was a town on the Pony, Pony Express, Express route, and they all had little museums. So if you don't stuff. know this, Tim was a history major in college, and he really likes history. I don't love history quite as much as he did, but he was very curious about the Pony Express. So I found a podcast about the Pony Express. So for at least two hours. We listened to multiple episodes of about the Pony Express the while we drove the down Express. this road. So and it was interesting. It was wise. actually interesting. We also listened to it at 1.25 speed, which is how I suggest you listen <laughs> to this podcast and make it more interesting. Uh, so. We also went through several places in Nebraska. Nebraska was the... The unexpected gem of the entire trip. I love. I would love to know if any of our listeners have been to Nebraska and spent time in Nebraska because... Particularly the southwest corner. The southwest corner, but really all the way across. We went all yeah. the way across. Um, I, I just really loved it. It was my favorite state of the whole trip, and I didn't think that Nebraska would be that fantastic. And you said if you could go back and do anything over again, it would be... The trip in Nebraska, the drive through Nebraska. It was just really great. Um, it was beautiful land like we'd never seen before when we first got up in there and then i know it's just corn but it's corn as far as the eye can see like it's just corn for miles and miles and i just liked all the little roads and little i don't know i just really liked it the the little towns this is the thing that i didn't understand is that it seems like so many small towns that we're used to seeing are dying and boarded up and and there's hardly any yeah. life. Colorado was like that a lot. Yeah, but in Nebraska, they are vibrant, yeah. alive, small town. That's because people still need corn <laughs> and ethanol. I mean, you know, like they both need. They need this. They need whatever, the corn that's whatever happening. Whatever it is, yeah, they were beautiful towns yeah. uh, with trendy little downtown sidewalks mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. was, there wasn't it like... It was clean. It was really clean. Like it was, I don't know, those two little towns. We went to Hastings and we went to Lincoln. And, and there both was one other town towns. that we stopped at before. I don't remember what the name of that town was. I don't either. I don't remember. Well, maybe that was Hastings. Yeah. That was Hastings. Yeah. yeah, it was just such a nice little town. So Nebraska, if you've been to Nebraska, please like send us a note. Send me a text. I would like to know how you found Nebraska because I just found it really While interesting. you go to Kansas uh, uh, yeah. So what? Why did we enjoy? What was Hastings? Well, yeah, Hastings was just this cute little town, but they had the Kool Aid. They were the inventor. It was of the birthplace of, of Kool Aid, which didn't really matter to me because I was never a Kool Aid drinker. But you oh, said you grew up on Kool Aid. Our family Kool Aid so. like. Yeah, and I think it was so hokey. Our fa- yeah. Again, I'm gonna say go to my Facebook page and you can look at the picture because they had like. The Kool-Aid man put his footprints in front of the Chinese theater. And then in they like, moved the concrete yeah. to the brass. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. y'all, it was a man in a puppet suit. with the. F-. But, I mean, either way, <laughs> I just found that to be a little bit over the top. But it's over the top enough, and they love it enough that you just buy in and be like, all right, that's fine. We also that's went great. to the Homestead Monument in Nebraska. Nebraska, yep, yep, where the first Homestead people homesteaded or whatever yeah. yeah whatever it was good there was some a lot of good things there was odd things you know um then i think there was one other 
segment of our trip or one other aspect of our trip, and that yeah. is that we actually hit some historical sites. Yeah. And again, the only thing that we had, we had hotels planned. Right. And we had the three high points planned. planned. Mm-hmm. And we even changed one of the hotels yep. as yep. we went because I'm like, ah, let's go someplace else. Right. Everything else that we did was spontaneous. Yep. We had no plan to go see Kool-Aid or Homestead or Dinosaurs. minutes in advance. Yeah. It was like, hey, this looks like this is along the way. Oh, I mean, literally, we were driving through the town. We're like, hey, look, that says there's a Pony Express Museum. We should stop there. So we just stopped because that was not a plan. That was just a happen. So as we're driving along, there would be things like, okay, we're coming to this town. What's in this town? What matters in this place? And so we'd look it up. And we did hit a couple, and I think the the two that I think really kind of carried a lot of weight with us is that we were in Topeka, and we're like, Topeka, Kansas, Mm -hmm. that's a state capital. We know Topeka, Kansas. We don't know hardly anything else. I find Topeka fun to say. (laughs) Topeka, Kansas. The actual reason why we were getting off at that exit is because the Evil Knievel Museum was there. Yes. And we saw a sign for the Evil Knievel Museum. And if you, again, are an age of knowing Evil Knievel, Tim, like, had that little thing where you wound up. Yeah, the stunt bike. The wind up. So, anyhow. Crank up Then when I looked it up and Googled it on the way into town, I found it was $15 each. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, Evil Knievel is not worth my $30. And... We just didn't spend the money to do it because we weren't going to do it. But as we were going into town and stopping, that's when we saw Topeka was um, where the school was for the Brown the, versus the Board of Education. Yeah, the, the school center at the center and the heart yeah. of Brown versus the Board of Education in 1954. That really is one of the most 54, sig- 56. 54. Okay, one of the most significant landmark events in the history mm-hmm. of America that struck down separate but equal yeah Yeah. uh and it changed our country and moved us forward yeah slowly at least was a course correction and pointed us back in the direction of where we needed to go Mm -hmm. and so walking through that little school and the school was so much I, I was, it was very moving. Um, it was just really moving. And we walked in and I, is it a guide? I guess the a guide, the, guide, the visitor center, guide. the, um, but the guide, you know, he was there and he was, he was a young black man who was very educated and knew exactly what he was talking about. And he did such a good job. And there we were standing there as, you know, this white married couple standing in this space where here he is and he's teaching us in the school and then as he explained it was just really moving and then he explained to us that like these are the same floors these are the same water fountains these are the same restrooms these are the same stairwells this is the same classrooms yes it's been painted or refurbished but it's the same flooring like we didn't take out the floor and do it you know it was just everything the same where these little these little black children would walk and go to school and like nobody else was in the building and nobody was allowed to be there and there we were. It was just really moving. It was, it was really to say, I don't know. I, 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 you'd have to have been there. I can't explain it because I can't really put words to it. But I was very fortunate. I was very glad that I was wearing a mask because, you know, um, like you, it was required to wear masks inside the building, and which I didn't have a problem with. But, you know, I was wearing my mask. But, I mean, I just was, like, having a hard time holding it together with all the things that he was saying and explaining and what we saw there. 
um, just really powerful. Really I think moving. again in that building, it was the two of us plus one other guest. Yeah, that yeah, was there. yep, that's it. That's and so it. the Rangers were like, somebody came to see exactly. us, and they they gave us their undivided yeah. attention, and yeah. and the one lady. I mean, just talked and talked yeah. and talked and talked to us, and like, well, we've actually got to keep. Yeah, we have to. We have, we have to get all the way but to it Lincoln was, tonight. It was very or something. meaningful to have those conversations mm-hmm. in that place. Yeah. And to what that that place yes. meant. Yeah. Uh, the next place that we went to, uh, I guess, the next day. Yeah. Was Little Rock. Little Rock. Mm-hmm. And just thinking through, okay, what's in Little Rock? What matters mm-hmm. in, in Little Rock? And that is Little Rock is the the home of Central High School, mm-hmm. uh, which is famed for the Little Rock Nine, which in 1957 uh, was when nine students, uh, African-American school, students... Yeah. Uh, Ninth de- grade to 12th grade. ...determined to attend the school that they were legally allowed right, to attend. Right, that they were zoned for and not bust out of their area, like to say, wait, that's our school that we're assigned to. And they were looking for black students that would be willing to go to school. And so they chose, they signed up to do it. They signed up to say, I want to go to school there. And, um, and just to summarize history that, that you know most of you know. No, I didn't know about the Little Rock Nine. I'm saying, so if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know the Little Rock Nine, I've never heard of that. Listen, I'm 48 years old now, and I had never heard about the Little Rock Nine, and I probably should have somewhere along the way, but I did not. So I read a ton about it as we were going into Little Rock. We went to the Little Rock Nine uh, monument statues that they built of these nine, again, children. powerful, powerful moving stuff that you just are like, this is unreal. And if you can, go and find a link to like a two or three minute video showing these nine students trying to go to school for that first day. So unreal. Very, very quickly, the governor calls in the National Guard to block their entrance. Yeah, the governor the says, entire, not going to happen. The entire city yeah. stands out and just screams at these kids and yeah. will not let these kids The 14 in. year olds. And yeah. so for 21 days, they block it, won't come in. President Eisenhower said, uh, no, the, the law says they're allowed to go. And he calls in the 101st Airborne. He doesn't just call in any troops. He calls in the very troops yeah. that he leaned on to defeat Hitler in D-Day, the invasion of Normandy. The 101st Airborne is so, the tip of the spear. So, so did he call in like 50 of the 101st Airborne? <laughs> it's, it's a 1,200. 1,200 men. For the entire school year. Make sure these students get nine in, students get into the building so that nine students can safely go to school. Now those and they were there to protect those nine students, and they couldn't go into the classroom with them, and they couldn't go into the restrooms with them. So couldn't they go would into the stand. Building. No, they could. They said that they could stand outside the classroom doors. That's right. They could stand outside the classroom doors, and then when the bell rang or whatever for the next class, they would walk with the student to the next class. But what happened in the classrooms and what happened in the restrooms? Are just still terrible things. So what happened though? Hey, let's wrap this up with this. I mean, not this podcast, but I'm saying I want to just say the governor and the people were so opposed to those nine students coming. The next school year, the governor and the school board shut down the school for a year. Every high school in every high schooler, every high school in Little Rock. Okay, I didn't realize every high school in Little Rock. They said no, and so people had to do school through correspondence course because they did not want these nine students to go to school with them. I mean, it's just unbelievable when you think. And I just was amazed because I'm like, this wasn't that long ago. I just kept thinking, 1956, that's not that long ago. I mean, I wasn't born then, 
but that's not that long ago. So in Topeka, we had the opportunity to talk to the rangers, the professional guides in that place. Yeah. At Little Rock, we actually were there after school hours because it's still an active school. It's summer, but it's summer. Okay, but we we were there (laughs) when the school wasn't active, but there was another two people that were there. A father, daughter, yeah. And it turns out that he is a graduate. Yep. He is an African-American man who was a graduate of of Central High School. He was there on campus at the 40-year anniversary of the Little Rock Nine. Mm-hmm. And so we got to talk to him, not as a park ranger, but as... A guy. Just that, a guy that First of all, that didn't that. understand why that high school mattered. Yeah. But then his coming to understand... Why it mattered. Uh, it was a you pretty know, big deal. What really significant to him was that I was so grateful that we could stand there and talk to him and and his daughter was tw- and he was there with his twelve year old daughter and and he was just showing her around and um, then he was so grateful to have a conversation with us and I mean he was actually moved to tears to say that we could even stand here and have this conversation. It was just so meaningful. I'm like, that's all we have to do is just talk to people. Just listen. Ask them their story, which is what, you know, I mean, you asked them. Oh, I asked the girl. I said, oh, do you go to school here? And that's how we found out, like, no, but he, the dad had gone to school there. And it was just a matter of, like, well, how, how was it going to school here? And just listening. It was very – things that we did not expect to happen on our trip that were just really great. I think great. all of those conversations, I think we listened differently. I think that the rangers spoke differently. I, I thought – that mm-hmm, our friend mm-hmm. that we met there in Little Rock spoke differently because of the tensions that are in our country mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. And so in one direction, that is pulling us apart, but really at the street level mm-hmm. with with regular folks. Right, right. Just a one-on-one conversation. There, there actually is this yeah. opportunity that because the question of race is closer to the surface. Yeah. It's actually giving opportunity to have some conversations that we right, wouldn't, wouldn't have had. Right. We wouldn't have had that same. I don't know that we would have stopped in those same places. Those right. are two significant places that, because I like history, I, I had both of those places yeah, on my no, radar. I think we would have stopped. Yeah, because it was historic. We would have. But stopped. I know that we wouldn't have had the conversations no. that we had. Yeah. We wouldn't have approached them in the way that we approached them. Yeah. Because they were different, and so yeah. those couple of things were very very moving Mm -hmm. and it happened because we took our third choice trip that's right exactly wandered around and it was just and i'm glad we didn't go to north carolina and i'm glad we didn't go to mount rushmore and i'm super glad that we went to the places that we went and it really was i think i was telling my mom and dad telling them about our trip and everything i said it was so good because it was simple it was so simple there wasn't a like, okay, we have to be at the park at this time if we went to Disney or we have to do this. Or like in North Carolina, we're staying at the same place, but like, so what are we going to get up and do every day? We have to make a plan so we're not just sitting on the on the couch in the hotel every day. You know, it was like, it was just simple. And I think that there was really, We I ate at four restaurants. Four restaurants. Two of them we ate outside on the patio and two we ate inside. But otherwise... A whole week. A whole week. We did pick up like a pizza and take it back to the hotel room. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But like... You made a lot of sandwiches in the car. I said, I'm like a professional peanut butter and jelly sandwich maker. Also, buy the squeezable jelly. And that way you can have your loaf of bread. You can put your peanut butter in the cup holder. You get your plastic knife. Get the squeezable jelly. I can make some sandwiches in the car. Yeah, I'm good at that now. But I don't want to do it anymore like let's take a break let's eat real food for a little (laughs) while so no it was really super it was super it was super so are we still gonna have wrongs and strongs or 
No. Smileys and frownies? You have some? I think we should come up with some. All right. I'll Maybe we should some. come up. We should take a break. And when we come back, we should come up with wrongs and strongs that don't have to do with our vacation. Okay. That's a challenge. You're going to want to stay tuned to see what happens. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's start with wrongs because I feel like the wrongs are really wrong. Mine's really wrong, so you start with your wrong. <laughs> well, I think it's a funny story. Oh, okay. People will be the judge of it. A couple weeks ago, we had a special outside service for our college students on the backside of our church property. Oh, yeah. There's a, an outside, there's a cross, and then there's kind of a prayer garden in that area. Now, it's a beautiful wooded piece of property. Yeah. And in fact, people are out there all the time doing wedding photos, graduation photos, mm-hmm. family photos. They're, they're always out there. Right. People in the community just kind of know, go there and get your picture taken. So I go out there Wednesday night to set up and... I can't believe it, but there's two families out there taking pictures oh. where we need to go. And I'm like, man, I hope they get out of the way before our right. folks come. I hate to be like, hey, I need to Rude, leave. Well, who are you? Like, I'm like, well, it's actually property. our church. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't and, want to. And the distance is far out. enough back that they actually may not even know that it belongs right. to the church and stuff right. like that. So it's a nice little spot. And then one of the families, I'm like, wait a minute, what are they doing? They brought props okay. for their kids' picture. They're taking pictures of their kid, but oh, okay. they brought props. Here's the prop that they brought. What? They brought an ice cream truck. Wait, what do you mean? They brought a full-size living... Uh, living. I did not hear this story. What do you mean? They brought a ice cream truck, and they just took pictures of the kid eating ice cream like in front of the ice, ice cream, cream truck, and then ordering from the ice cream truck. And like, what? first of all, the layers of wrong that are here. First of all... But maybe one of the parents drives the ice cream. Maybe it's their ice cream That's truck. That's not the impression that I, I got. I bet it's a rental ice cream truck, too, because any ice cream truck that you've seen around is not going to be photogenic. All I'm saying is, when I was a kid, all I wanted yeah. was 35 cents to get an ice cream. Oh, and my no, parents it was said, more like 350 my parents said, no, and this kid gets the whole <laughs> truck. Okay, so that's part of the problem. The other part of the problem is yeah. that our college students start coming in yeah. and are coming up, and they're like, dude, an ice cream truck? Are you serious? You rented us an ice cream truck? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. No, I, I didn't. And they, the students trickled in, our young adults trickled in one by one, so I had to go through this, oh, Every there's time. an ice cream truck. Pastor, you got to say, no, I, I, boy, that would have been a good idea. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. So it was like repeated over and over again. Whoa. No, but it would have been a good idea. Wouldn't it have been? So that was. Yeah. Keep in mind, get a food truck and an ice cream truck next time you do a thing in the parking lot. They can go set up some tables, distance, six feet distance. You could, you could be a restaurant in the parking lot. We could be, but I wasn't that night to everyone's disappointment. No, that's right. You also got, I thought you were going to go into the huge amp bites that you got on your feet that night from standing in that grass. It wasn't as painful as disappointing every one (laughs) of those. But when you left, I was like, are you really wearing those? Because you're going to get ant bites. And you were like, yeah, it's fine. It's not going to matter. And then you came home and you're like, you should see the ant bites on my feet. I'm like, I did not say I told you so. But in my head, I was thinking, I told you so. I was out of the van for about 12 seconds before I got there. And bit. the ant bites. I know. And they stay. You know, those mean, nasty ants. Um, well, my wrong is that since coming back from the trip that we're not going to talk about. Because we said that we were going to change the subject for our wrongs and strongs. Um, but we didn't have any groceries. Because we've been gone. 
And so I was going to do a Walmart order. And I also include my mama. I always have to get her groceries. So I called her. Do you have anything you need to get? You know, I need to get for you because I've been gone for a week. Mom and dad, do you guys need anything from Walmart? Because y'all should not be going into Walmart. So I get the whole list. It was probably one of the biggest grocery pickups that I've done in some time. I'm not going to tell you what the total cost was because... Other people may not be impressed, but for a family of two, it was <laughs> a lot. Which actually was a family of many because Mama and, you know, all that. But I go and I get, we picked it up last night. And I get this email about 20 minutes before we're supposed to do pickup. And they have 12 items not on my list that have been unavailable. Like, they're unavailable. 12 items. One they did a substitution. And I said I wanted them substituted. Well, most things, but not everything. Like if you want Diet Coke, you want Diet Coke. You don't want Diet Pepsi. I don't want Shasta. No. So 12 things. So there were 11 things that they did not have. So I think it's really wrong that there was that many things. So That's, you don't quite believe. I don't know. I mean, it was a variety of things that like, this doesn't make sense. However... We, I said, look, let's leave now. Let's go to Rouse's. Let's pick up these 11 things that I still need. We'll pick them up and then we'll go do our grocery pickup and then we'll come home. Rouse's also did not have two of the things on the list. Right. Three of the things. Three of the things on the list. So it could be that maybe that delivery truck just hasn't come to the area recently. I don't know. It seemed a little bit ridiculous though. But that's the worst. Even in the midst of the worst... COVID stuff, like back the middle of March when everybody was hoarding the toilet paper and everything was really hard to find at the end of March. I never had 12 things that they didn't have. It was terrible. I think that's terrible. It terrible. was wrong, in it fact. Was you could say. It was so wrong, it upset me. Because I'm mean, like, the fact that I still had to go to the other store and then I still had to go pick up all my other stuff. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. So, all right, what's strong? Strong is kind of interesting. We had a staff meeting at church today and... So we're trying to catch up and try to figure yeah. out where things are. And at the be at the end of last year, we had determined and had a staff planning time and said, these are the five things that matter most in the life of our church yeah. in 2020. And COVID just absolutely wiped them out. Almost yeah. every single one of them have been like, that's not happening. Right. And so for months, we haven't even been, been able to look at that segment yeah. of of the staff meeting notes because it's just, mm -hmm. we're, we're lost. Now, even though we are having a little bit of a resurgence in our area in terms mm -hmm. of just like everyone else seems to be as well. I don't know, in staff meeting today, we actually were able to look at that list and begin to see, okay, here's where we can mm -hmm. work on this. Here's where we are. Here are some things that we, without knowing it, we've actually developed in some of these mm -hmm. areas that we had set aside mm -hmm. and said, this was what matters, and it's certainly not the path that we planned or yeah, expected. Yeah. But in several of the places, we've actually made progress by having to redo some things mm -hmm. in this season. And so that it's was, caused, it was kind probably of some like intentionality of like oh, focus. We have to really focus on this intentionally because it's not just going to happen. Especially now, nothing just happens. Yeah, everything is more complicated. So so it was actually really kind of good, even though. You know, none of them are finished. None of yeah. them are completed. A couple of them are like, okay, yeah, that's that's still in play. Yeah. We we can work on that. Others are like, well, what do you know? We actually are closer to that success than we really Good. 
imagine. In fact, that sounds strong. There you go. I would say that sounds strong. Um, okay, my strong is about Mama um, because she fell almost three weeks ago now um, on a Tuesday. Oh, so it was three weeks ago she fell. Um, she bonked her head. She had to go to the emergency room. I met her at the emergency room coming off the ambulance. I got to wave at her and like look at her in person because she lives in assisted living facility. So we haven't been able to you know be in contact with her um, too much except with the phone calls and grocery deliveries. And after she got out of the hospital released saying that everything was fine that day, they said, you can come back and live here at her facility, but you have to stay in your room for 14 days. And that was really hard because if you think it's hard to stay in your four walls of your house or in your neighborhood for 14 days, imagine staying in one room efficiency apartment for 14 days and just having nobody else in there with you. Um, but my strong is that as of a week ago, while we were on our trip, she got freedom. And so <laughs> she got to be out and about. She's been able, now they've been still masked, still socially distanced, but she's been able to go to Bible study. She's been able to walk up and check her mail. She's been able to sit outside a time or two, but Good. it's so boiling yeah. hot now. Yeah. So who wants to sit outside? But I just think that she has her freedom back inside of the safety of her building, but it's the little things that matter right now and that's a little thing but it's a really big thing so it's very right. strong that she gets to be quote normal in this in this time you know she can't see us and we can't take her out and but it's it's far more normal now than it was for 14 days well the other thing about the fall was yeah that the first they said that she couldn't come back for 14 they days. They did. They said she needs the, to find a place to live for 14 days. The hospital wasn't going to keep her. Yeah. And they weren't going to take her back for 14 yep. days. And they yep. started looking at it. Yeah. And it sounds like we don't love her, but we do not have the facility and the things in our well, homes she has a hospital that she bed needs she, to take care yeah. of. You know, I mean, like we don't have her walker. We, we don't have it. the high up potty chair. We don't have all of her books and we don't have all of her puzzles. And she wasn't going to be able to get back in there and get all of her comfort things her in her life, you know? So, um, so, yeah. But they did change their mind and bring they her did. back. They and did. then they said, well, how is she going to get back from the hospital? Yeah. And you said... They said, well, we said, are we allowed to take her back? And they were like, well, yeah, you can bring her back. And we were like, what? So I actually got to sit in the back seat of the van with her. So that we was didn't like touch. the first time We actually didn't touch and she had a mask on. We had a mask on. But yeah, we got to sit on the seat. But I think in her mind, her mind is not quite clear as it was before and so i don't think she understood what a huge deal that was but we understood you did. <laughs> like we're like actually in a vehicle with you that was pretty amazing so hey we should wrap this up we talked we're a long time to. it's probably because we haven't done a podcast in a while if you've made it this far you are our favorite people just saying give yourself a check mark exactly. i don't know what for but give yourself a check make mark. a list and check it off listen to the whole thing check and then you can throw away that list that is what an enneagram one would do all right, have a good week.